Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And I'd like to welcome you to Refresh. Um, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to all of the other hosts that have been on the air before me and those that will come after me. Uh, This is the um, Refresh show that comes on since 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. And so it's probably 7 uh, Eastern uh, right now. And so I'm wishing you guys a a really great uh, evening. Today, show, we're going to be discussing uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, if you have friends or family um, that uh, you've been trying to get the point across that it's important for us to have our mammograms done, important for us to uh, examine ourselves, and not just women but men also, uh, this is a show that I want you to plug into. Um, Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to Princess Cooper, uh, who is always on our game. Uh, I hope that you're having a wonderful Sunday, uh, Princess, and uh, just shout out of love for all the way from Texas. So, so So we're going to jump right in. We're having just a little bit of technical difficulty, but uh, I hope that you guys can hear me uh, clearly right now. Uh, As I said before, this uh, show we'll be discussing uh, breast cancer awareness. Uh, not just the month, but just how we as women need to really stay plugged in to what's going on in our bodies. Uh, I know that um, by the time you are in your late 30s, early 30s, you should have started taking mammograms. A lot of women um, haven't even taken their first uh, many times when they are even in their 40s or 50s. They've never taken it. Uh, And I want to today just sort of say um, how important it is that you do it. Um, A lot of times we cannot detect uh, whether we have cancerous uh, cells or anything going on in our bodies by just uh, doing uh, just self-examination. I remember a couple of years ago, um, I went to have my mammogram done 
and uh, they found um, something that appeared to be cancer in one of my breasts. Now, I never felt it. Um, it wasn't detectable. There were no, no um, regular you know, shapes or anything to my breast, no tenderness, nothing like that, just normal. Um, but because I had my mammogram, they were able to uh, magnify the breast uh, like almost like a thousand times. And it was so small, it was about the size of a pinhead. Um, and so they located it and, of course, suggested at that moment that I would have a biopsy done. And so um, we scheduled the biopsy uh, for one week later after they had found uh, uh, what they believed to be cancer. My breast uh, did the biopsy uh, and had it uh, looked at by um, other physicians who were able to determine whether or not it was uh, cancerous. Of course, it went to the pathology lab and... Um, and so during that time, you know, I was afraid and I was wondering, you know, what would the outcome be? But um, because I had sought, um, uh, well, no, I purposed to have mammograms like once a year. I knew that if It wouldn't be anything that we had to uh, be concerned about, uh, and it and it turned out to be that it was an, a calcification, um, because as we get older in our uh, the ducts, you know, in our breasts where we had children and we were forming milk, uh, sometimes there is calcium that's left from that whole process, uh, especially if you've had like. Um, a hysterectomy early, uh, anything that would change the normal uh, way your body would respond, um, there's a possibility for, you know, things to kind of, uh, I guess the word that I'm looking for is um, things will advance, um, you know, with hormones changing or the lack thereof. Um, there are things that can happen in your breast, unexplained tenderness and uh, lumps, and some women even respond uh, to um, they may have lumps in their breasts from eating caffeine, uh, chocolate, drinking Cokes, uh, anything like that can cause you to have suspicious uh, bumps or lumps in your breast. And so anyway, when I went to have uh, it done and had the biopsy done, of course, it came back and it wasn't cancerous. But even when the doctor told me, they said that, you know, if it was cancerous, that it would be um, something that I really didn't have to worry about and that we would address it, um, you know, uh, quickly. Uh, and we would, we, would, we would take the necessary steps. But it really wasn't anything for me to worry about. We avoid a lot of times as women and men um, going to the doctor and hearing that, you know, that dreadful C word. No one wants to find out that you have uh, breast cancer. No one wants to find out 
that you have cancer, period, or anything that's going to uh, possibly shorten, you know, your life, but it's necessary. And that's the reason why I'm on the air today is to, to really encourage our women to go and have mammograms done. I cannot emphasize how important it is to check your own breast and to have mammograms done. There's even also now um, different programs where they have um, ultrasounds to where you can actually have an ultrasound done of your breast. And that's uh, an even um, better process than even having the mammograms. Now, many insurances won't cover, um, you know, having an ultrasound without having uh, the mammogram done first. But if you choose, you can um, register. There's various um, places that will do an ultrasound, and the ultrasound will actually locate uh, through a very dense breast tissue. It can locate if there's any cells or any, you know, like small uh, nodules, anything that's going on the breast, it can do that. We had a health uh, fair uh, come to the area where we were or where I live, and uh, they were offering having the ultrasounds done. And so I did that last year. So I've been having um, uh, mammograms all of the other years, but last year I opted to have the ultrasound. And they were able to see quickly where um, I had, they leave like a metal uh, tag in your breast if they ever do a biopsy so that it can show quickly where uh, there was a possibility or a concern of cancer being, and it it actually it remains not in the exact same location of where uh, they did the biopsy because it will shift a little bit, but it will give you like a generalized location of where it is. When I had the the um, by I mean the um, the mammogram, not the mammogram, I'm sorry, when I had uh, uh, the ultrasound done, it was able to locate quickly where that tag, the metal tag was left in my breast. Uh, and it also showed that I had calcium deposits and was able to rule out any forms of cancer quickly. Uh, and so those are some of the, the options. Um, we're almost at a break, uh, but when we come back, I want to talk about the importance of having um, mammograms done if you have it in your have had cases of of breast cancer in your families. How important it is for you to be checked, and not only just checked um, when you are fifty. Many times, it's important that you are checked even earlier uh, to find out. Um, we have seen such um, traumatic changes in the medical field to where dealing with breast cancer does not have to be a life sentence for women, and it does not have to be a life sentence for men, but we have to be proactive in our health. We have to be proactive in having the mammograms. We have to be proactive in doing our own personal breast exams and uh, because women are still dying from it um, because they fail to be proactive and check 
you know, uh, or go to the doctor, so afraid of what they might hear that they refuse to go. But I want to encourage someone today that may have found a lump in your breast. I'm telling you that does not automatically mean that you have breast cancer, but it can mean that maybe you have too much uh, calcium um, uh, or you're taking in too much um, uh, caffeine. If you are a uh, a daily uh, coffee drinker, that's one of the places to where you will uh, see women that have lumps in their breasts, um, that have um, uh, that drink a lot of coffee, that drink a lot of cokes, uh, and that will cause you to uh, develop those uh, lumps in your breast. But it's an easy solve. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm one of those women that get the lumps in my breast when in tenderness when I drink uh, or eat things that are high in caffeine, Um, but I promise you just as quickly as you stop, you will notice that you no longer feel that way, Uh, and so, and you'll notice that the tenderness will leave, and uh, even many times those lumps that you have experienced uh, in your breast, they will go away uh, quickly, so uh, I want to encourage you just because you have found a lump in your breast, it does not mean that you have breast cancer. Go and get it checked. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You've been listening to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson. I'm your host. Spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. And Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally, Pastor Warren Sally, and Benita Coney. Gospel 107. Every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 101.1. Never Had It So Good, 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio. James Deshay, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Daquan King, Revive Radio. Warren Sally, with Man Cave Radio. Sky Wonders, with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters. Wake Up Call Radio, with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally. Peace Within Radio, with Henry Washington. The Bible Has the Answers, with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Dig Radio, with Pastor Annetta Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doretha Anderson. Been there, done that with Cindy Smith. Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Nick Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803. With Reverend John Robinson, Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson, 
Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And it's a way out and a way to stay out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1, the world's radio station. Hey guys, this is Regina Johnson, and you are listening to Refresh. Today we are discussing uh, breast cancer awareness. Uh, I was sharing earlier uh, in the first segment of the show uh, about how we cannot afford to be afraid to go and have breast exams done. We can't be afraid if we find a lump or a bump in our breast. And, And so today I hope that there are ladies that are listening And if you have found anything or if your breasts are tender or you have any concerns, um, be sure and go and check it out. One of the things I want to discuss with you, and we'll touch uh, bases on um, about, you know, being young and how important it is to have uh, your breasts checked. But when you're older, this is something else that I was just uh, researching uh, about a week ago about the shapes of, like, our breasts as we age. And we will see different changes, especially around the areola and, uh, and, and nipple size and all those things like that. And, and you may become concerned then because you're seeing some changes. And we automatically think, oh, my goodness, something horrible is happening. As you, as you age, I don't have to tell you this, you know, our body begins to change um, our breasts aren't all in the same place where they used to be. Skin, you know, is stretching, and um, and so things look different. And uh, but still, become comfortable with looking at yourself in the mirror. Uh, become comfortable with um, touch. Uh, you know, checking and seeing. You know, okay, I know I'm not like uh, I was when I was in my twenties, but. Uh, is there a change? Has there been a change this year? Do they look different from the past six months? Um, you know, is the nipple different? Is there uh, any discoloration that's taken place? Uh, I need to be aware of those things again and not be afraid. The sooner I go and get checked, the sooner I will know. And if it turns out to be cancer, uh, then we can uh, begin to take steps. Again, not all breast cancer. Let me. I'll just back up. Breast cancer is a form of cancer that can be. I mean, we can deal with it and not have to deal with it ever again if we are aggressive. It is when we uh, delay uh, and we push uh, back, or we're so afraid to have the exams uh, that we allow things to go on. And it's sad when we hear about cases where women, they had like just uh, a, a small area that where there was like a, a, a cancer um, and they they just chose not to do anything. They just chose not to do anything uh, with it. And so, um, but I want you to um, be aware and be proactive. Uh, it was something that could have been fixed uh, like a while ago and uh, and then 
you know, they didn't do it, and then here we here we are. You know, something that had to be addressed, something that had to be um, dealt with, uh, a, a solvable problem that became something that was far, uh, so far gone that there wasn't really anything uh, that they could do, and uh, costs where women lost their breasts and didn't need to, or even had metastasizations that had gone onto other parts of their bodies, and um, all because it just wasn't addressed, you know, early enough. Um, some of the symptoms, too, of knowing whether you have uh, something going on in your body is you can pay attention to um, how you feel. Sometimes uh, I've heard uh, one lady was sharing with me that she felt like she had the flu. Uh, another one said she felt like she was really tired all of the time and then just went to the doctor and she found out that she had uh, that she had cancer and actually it was like a reoccurring she had had surgery and was fine for 15 years and was going to have checkups and that's something else too is that you have to be really active uh, when I say proactive, it's like when they offer you, they'll say, well, it's not necessary to have maybe a PET scan done, or it's not necessary for you to have your ultrasound done. Um, because there are places that will tell you, you know, well, you know, it's not really necessary for you to have it. You know, you haven't had it, you know, and you've not had any problems in over the past, you know, five, 10 years. There's no reason to, you know, do it. Now, most physicians will suggest that you, you know, continue to have your mammograms and so on and so forth. But there have been cases where they just said, you know, you can come like, you know, in the next two years or, you know, you can, you can, you know, you know, have like a pet, you don't need a pet scan um, because you've been doing well. And with this one uh, lady that I knew quite well, she uh, did it. She, her physician never suggested that she was to have a PET scan. And by the time she went to the doctor, it had metastasized uh, to her brain. And so what we want you to do is, one, to shake off the fear of hearing, you know, the C word. You know, it's only a horrible thing to hear when I have not taken the necessary steps to take care of my body. Something else to want to encourage you to do that also causes cancer cells to grow fast in our body is high levels of sugar. Now, I'm not telling you, and white sugars, um, I'm not telling you that you can't have a snack. I'm not telling you you can't have a dessert, you know, from time to time. But when we eat a lot of sugar, you know, like if you're one of those people that eat a Snicker bar every day or or you're eating candy, you know, uh, like I used to eat like bubble gum all the time uh, and not like one piece or just a pack. I might have like a jar of bubble gum and chew like about 20 pieces because all I was doing was just chewing, chewing the sugar out of it. And so you learn, though, that high contents of sugar, especially white sugar, um, it is so dangerous that if you do have active cancer cells, it can cause them to grow faster. And so um, I know there's like questions, or not questions, but, you know, those that would say, you know, but what if you had a fast-growing cancer, you know, and you, uh, and you didn't, you did all those things and it still showed up in your body. Well, one of the things that we have to be aware of is that we all have 
what is called free radicals that are in our body. But if you do the things that uh, that you need to do to take care of yourself, especially if you have members in your family that were diagnosed with certain forms of cancer and breast cancer, um, if you take just the extra precautions, go, you know, just a little bit further than your average bear to make sure that everything's okay. Uh, normally they can find it and move quickly and, uh, and, and, and alleviate any, any major damage being done to your body uh, due to cancer. And so um, I want to really press the issue how important it is for you to go the distance, and especially even as you age, to really pay attention to um, the, your breasts, any changes in the way they look, um, be aware of your family history uh, so that you can um, have uh, – be aware of what needs to be addressed, um, the types, how early uh, your 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 uh, family members were that um, had breast cancer, so you can track these things, so that you know how to protect yourself and to protect your loved ones. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to really stress how important it is, not only just breast cancer, but um, even uh, ovarian cancer. Uh, for younger women, it is really a it can be a tough battle because most of the time they are not expecting it. You normally are having like pap smears done, you know, really, you know, it starts out pretty young. If you have like proactive mothers who are making sure their daughters are going to have those checkups, no one really wants them to do it. But once your daughter has a cycle and she's about 13, 14, 15, I would say should be about the oldest, uh, maybe 16, uh, you should have, uh, they should have pap smears. Um, sometimes there are some very strange occurrences just happen just because of our own personal DNA, uh, just various genetic things that kind of go off the grid and uh, end up with these strange forms of, of, of breast cancer or ovarian cancer. Of, in young people, and so what really makes it a uh, a very hard um, case to fight uh, is when you have a uh, an eighteen year old who has breast cancer, or a twenty year old, or even twenty four year old, very very aggressive, um, because you might have. Like I said, you might go and have pap smears done, you know, at 16, 17, 18, you know. You might start that early having those, and so you're, you're there aware or, or on top of you having precancer cells or anything like that. And, uh, and, and especially if you have a daughter that's sexually active, really need to make sure that she is uh, having, um, getting checked. Uh, getting the pap smears and also um, having, you know, uh, her breast uh, check exam. Um, my point was that when you're young, you may be having the mammogram, I mean, you may be having like the pap smears, but normally it's not even suggested that you uh, have your breast 
uh, exams, uh, mammograms done until like you're in your 40s. Recently, there has been a new release that's encouraging women in their 30s to start having mammograms. Now, I'm not sure if um, the insurance paying for them uh, that's younger, but, you know, like I said before, there are other ways around it. You know, go and have a ultrasound done to where they can really look, especially if your mother and your grandmother and so on and so forth had breast cancer, be really proactive about, you know, uh, uh, having these exams done. Uh, earlier, what I was saying was that so you have the other uh, exam done, but because you normally uh, don't uh, have mammograms until much later, by the time a, a young lady finds out that she has a breast cancer at a young age, and when it is at a young age, a lot of times it is really aggressive, um, it is really a very tough battle to fight, and many women lose their lives because of it. So if it's in your family or even if it's young and or you have a daughter, teach your daughters to check themselves and notice, you know, whether or not you know, there's something different. And I know, like, you know, when they are still growing, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, you know, their breasts are changing. And uh, but once they have had their cycles, you know, have them to pay attention to what their breasts look like, what's going on, you know, whether it's 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 tender or not, or, you know, does it feel different? Do you feel a lump? Teach them how to uh, self-examine themselves. At least by the time they're 16, they should be 16, 17, 18. They should be able to tell you, you know, if they're really tender under their arms. And that's something else, you know. If you have anything else going on in your body, it's going to show up in your lymphatic system. And so, you know, they need to be aware, you know, are they having – like just this gland issue all the time where it seems like they're tender under their neck or under their arms, you know, uh, you, you want to be, you want to be aware of that so that they can have exams early. And I know that probably seems like it's just kind of over the top, but because there's so many different types of uh, chemicals that are in food and just in our atmosphere, that we have to really pay attention to uh, our bodies. We have to pay attention to, you know, things that our parents and grandparents did not have to concern themselves with. We really have to pay attention to it. Now, it's like there is a high increase of brain cancers is taking place, which uh, is happening in young people, especially we're seeing a lot of cases in the millennials. You know, and the type of cancer they're having is normally something that a factory worker would uh, have, men working in factories and so on and so forth. But now we're seeing it in young women. We're really seeing it like, you know, I mean, kids having like these really aggressive forms of cancer. And it has to do with food. It has to do with diet. You know, we have fast, we can fast food and, and microwave up like everything. And at, over time, what's being proven is that all these quick ways and fast food and processed foods, that we are paying a cost for it. And so we have to uh, dial back. And then you have people that are uh, they're taking a turn and they're eating what they're calling clean. And even when they think they're eating clean, it's still not like it was before. 
And so um, unless you can say that you grew it, and then even if you grew it, the soil is not um, as rich. It's not as healthy as because many places have been, you know, there we, we don't even know what lies under, you know, most areas. And so we, we add rich soil on top of the soil that's already there, but you don't know what toxins might have been dumped in the woods before they cleared off this beautiful community where you live. You don't know what uh, uh, septic um, uh, companies, guys working for them, took some shortcuts and just dumped, you know, like in areas, and you'll find it, especially in undeveloped areas where people will take and just dump garbage in the woods, you know, put, you know, uh, wild uh, or dead animals, you know, like and bury them or throw them out, you know, in, in pastures and fields and so on and so forth. So we don't know. So we have to really be uh, aggressive in um, and mindful of the foods that we eat. We have to be mindful of how we, um, how we address uh, our, our own personal eating uh, habits. Uh, we have to dial back on the sugars, the white sugars. We have to, uh, well, just because something said that it's organic, it doesn't necessarily mean that it, it was. And, uh, and then we cannot even validate how healthy, again, the soil was that it was grown in. And so all of those things are factors that play into us living a healthy, uh, you know, life um, without struggle of sickness and disease. Uh, and I know you can't avoid it. Uh, you know, it, you, it, you can only do what you can do. And I know, and it's crazy because, like, you know, they're saying, okay, eat healthy, eat clean, eat fresh vegetables. and But, you know, the way things are set up now, you know, it's, uh, it's easier to feed your family with fast food than it is to go and buy a completely organic meal. To, and, and to buy organic, it's like, you know, your food, it, it dies a lot faster. It has a shorter uh, lifespan in the fridge, uh, in your cupboards. There's no preservatives uh, in it to hold it, to give it, you know, shelf life. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it may, you may not have those options. You may still have to, uh, like, you know, kind of just, you know, get what you can to be able to, to, to eat, you know, maybe your diet's high in starches. Uh, all I'm saying is do the absolute very best. And then when you see any shifts or changes in your body, get it checked out. Don't wait. Don't delay. Do something. Uh, if you're feeling overly tired, do something. If you're feeling like you've had a cold or flu or you've been tender under your arms or your breasts have been tender beyond just your cycle time, Get it checked out. Get it checked out. Hey, look, I'm going to have to take a quick break, but I'll be back in a little bit. And when I come back, I'm going to come back with my, uh, my mother who has uh, had uh, breast cancer uh, twice and is healthy and able to talk about um, just how to really stay on top of it. Uh, again, you'll listen to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, your host. Be back in a moment. Ain't nobody stopping my shine 
up, girl, we all know you lying. I got snakes in my phone, yeah, they call me. Had to change my number, you want to my homie. Last couple months got me feeling like I upgraded. Ex-girl, see me walking on stage, yeah. Um, 
the first time they found a fast growing uh, cancer, and you had, uh, Mom, you had, uh, did you have a full uh, mastectomy done? Mm-mm. No. What did you, what What did they Just, do? I did a portion where they found the, the, tr- the tumor, mm-hmm. and uh, then I did reconstruction okay. on that. No, I didn't have a full one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, and so where they where they found it, and the first time that you found that they found cancer, uh, and that was when you had to have this surgery. When? How long ago was that? That was in '01. Okay. And um, and when your doctor found that, you That's actually through a regular mammogram. Through a regular mammogram. So you had your mammogram. They saw something suspicious. And so they didn't do, they did a biopsy, but they actually went ahead and uh, did, you know, um, did they do the, the biopsy and the surgery, the removal of it at the same time? No. They did the, the they did a needle biopsy. Okay. And from that needle biopsy, he didn't find anything. Mm-hmm. So then when I had my mammogram, was when they found this tumor. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was scheduled to see a surgeon. Okay. All right. So you had the surgery, and how many years went by before? And you were doing, like, you were having all of the the exams, right? You would go for your mammogram regularly? So just because you had the surgery that first time, and they they cleared you. You never stopped being proactive in having uh, yourself checked, right? Yes. Yeah. I kept on doing that. And in 20, it was in 16 mm-hmm. that uh, my uh, doctor said that she thought she saw something in the same breast. Okay. And when uh, they checked it out, found that it was in really in the reconstruction it wasn't anything that would be needed treatment of any kind right it actually proved to be the exact same cancer that they had removed and it was because of where it was it actually was in a place where it could not metastasize and um and which was just a a blessing but if you had not been going for your checkups you would have never known and uh you know and so that's what i'm that's what i'm saying uh guys is that it's important that you keep having your checkups she's saying like you know she had it and then how many years went by 10 15 15 15 years went by and just going for a regular mammogram you know and just find something you know because it, it was so small that it takes a while you know for it to even get to a size where they can even identify it. And so, you know, we're looking at like 15 years have gone by and then, you know. Excuse me, but I can attribute that to a doctor, having a doctor who was concerned and said, okay, you're going to have mammograms every year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I kept doing that. Right. And that's how it happened that even though after my uh, the five years, I didn't have to have uh, chemo. I didn't have to have radiation. But after my five years, I was taken to moxicin. And so 
which is a form of chemo treatment. Yeah. Right. But the one doctor said, well, you you know, you don't have to continue having mammograms. But I, this particular my gynecologist told me, he said, well, I think you should continue to have mammograms every year. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciate the doctors that I had. When this particular gynecologist told me that I'm going to tell you, you can either decide to go to an oncologist or you can just stop right here and don't do anything else. He said, but I recommend that you, I'm going to recommend you to go to uh, this oncologist. And when I went to her, they did all the necessary exams and everything, and I started going down uh, to MD Anderson in the Woodlands, and uh, I just, she found it in in my reconstruction. When you're hearing that, it is not like just someone is saying it because of the story that they heard. This is someone that actually um, went through this, but was what I've been saying throughout the entire show is that we have to take responsibility for ourselves. You have to have the exams done. You have to be proactive in your own health. And even, you know, when her doctor, when the one doctor said, you know, it's okay, you don't have to. And she could have just gone with the advice of that doctor and not done anything else. But instead of doing that, she continued to have the exams uh, in which uh, proved to be beneficial for her life and health. Um, a doctor involved in her case uh, that was, you know, also proactive in making sure that her um, her patients remain healthy. And so, you know, this is this is what we're talking about tonight. That you know, you have to do your part. And you can't, like, stick your head in the sand. You can't be afraid. Uh, You really have to address, um, you really have to address those, uh, those, those situations. You have something else you want to say? Okay. I want to say you will have fears, but we have to work past the fears that we have. We cannot let the fear overtake us and not continue to do what is best for us to do. Every time that I go for a mammogram, there is a certain fear that comes upon me, but I I cannot let that stifle me. I have to just keep going. So if anybody has been diagnosed, just pray to God and he'll give you what you need and you work past it and continue. Okay. well, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I mean, there's no one that could tell you better than someone that's gone through it themselves. Um, and so tonight, uh, it's funny because, like, sometimes, you know, you'll tune in to a show you weren't even planning on listening to. And so uh, I know there's probably some of you that are just right in that same place where you were not even planning on listening to Refresh tonight. Some of you are listening intentionally because you like listening to Refresh uh, I remember once going to a um, going to uh, just the hair salon. There was somebody that set up uh, in the salon with information about you know heart issues and having exams and so on for women. And I remember thinking how you know you know I just thought that was like for somebody else or 
or, you know, talks about having strokes or whatever and, I, and gave like what the, the signs were and so on and so forth. And I, I just listened half-heartedly, but I did hear them and it ended up just really benefiting me in my life. And so I pray that tonight that this show will benefit you, that you'll just say, you know what, to heck with it, I'm going. I'm going and have my checkup. I'm going uh, to start, you know, self-examining myself. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to dial back the the the, um, uh, the caffeine in my life. I know, like, to some of our Starbucks drinkers, that's almost like me cursing uh, on the air, telling you not to, to slow down on the coffee. You don't even know you're going to make it through the day without doing it. Uh, but, you know, we just start making the steps. When it, when, uh, it becomes important to us, uh, how we live, not just that we live, but how we live, uh, we'll make the necessary steps to do it. I mean, I always have this thing like, you know, and it said, you know, well, you know, if you keep doing that or whatever, it could cause you to have high blood pressure, you could have a stroke or whatever. And so my question is always is like, who do you want taking care of you? Like who who in your family do you want to dress you, comb your hair, put your makeup on, you know, daily? It's like uh, I don't want any of these people to have to be responsible for taking care of me, like daily. I I want to take care of myself, and so uh, you know you have to ask yourself that. Do you want to, you know, uh, you know, do you want to end up somewhere where someone else is? feeding you and dressing you. And, you know, I, I know that we could come to that place, each and every one of us, like as we age. But, you know, you can even do that gracefully where you don't even need that to happen, um, depending on how well we take care of ourselves. Now, there are things that are unforeseen, that it just happens. It's just a part of life, and we just get hit with life. I, I And I'm not, I'm not even saying, you know, like if you eat well and you exercise, I've heard – some of the strangest thing happening to people who are like the most fit person that you've ever known, and they're the ones that have the heart attack, or they're the ones find out they have cancer, or or whatever, you know. So there are things that just happen. Like I said earlier, we all have free radicals, which are these cells that can turn into cancer cells, and uh, it's almost like you're just up for whatever. And and so we have that that happens, but you know you can also um, take vitamins and uh, to help build up, you know, your immune system, help build up your blood, they'll build up healthy cells uh, so that they don't have an option uh, to turn into, you know, a cancer cell. We're not going to give it anything to feed off of to become that. Uh, I can't say that that's going to give you like 100 years, but at least, you know, you're doing your part. You're doing your part to remain healthy. Uh, it's one thing when I've not done my part and then, you know, the bottom falls out. But when I know I've done all that I can do and still find something, then I will know it was not because I didn't do what I could have done to take care of myself. Again, I want to reiterate about having your younger girls examine, uh, having being uh, aware that there are things that can happen. Uh, and when I say girls, I'm not talking about anyone under 12, not even under 15. But when your daughters turn 17, 16, especially 16, 17 on up, uh, it's time for you to make them aware of uh, things that they should uh, check, be able to identify in their bodies. Uh, once again, breast cancer in those 
uh, ages are, it's a rare, very rare thing. So when it happens, a lot of times it's something very aggressive. And so they need to be able to help you help them. They need to be able to identify uh, any foreign or strange things taking place because they look at uh, their breasts. They know what they look like. Uh, from day to day. They can tell if their nipple sizes have changed, if there's something going on around the areola. Uh, you know, it, it's it's important. They can tell if it's, you know, if it's shaped kind of different. And I know, like, we have to give them a little time to grow because, you know, as we're age, you know, as we're growing up, you know, our, our breasts, many times one's larger than the other one or might have like a weird kind of a shape or something to it, but then it kind of balances out. And then they should be aware of, you know, what my breasts look like, you know, a month ago compared to what it looks like today. In the older ones, again, be uh, aware. Yes, there are going to be some natural changes with age that's going to happen. And so, no, your breasts are not going to look like they did when you were in your 30s. They're not going to look like they did when you were in your 20s uh, I, without plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, have your way, Lord. So, you know, you can do it. I mean, you know, and I don't have a problem with that. But what I'm saying is, even if you have breath, even if you've had plastic surgery, that does not, that's not a guarantee that you will cannot still have breast cancer. The cells are so small, they can stay hidden in tissue and metastasize or, or, or show up in your body later. And you did all this protective work. So uh, there is not like just a, a one-time thing. You have to be on top of it and aware of what's going on with your body at, at all times. As I was saying, as we get older, we have to be mindful. You know, what do my breasts look like now? Not what they used to look like. I, can, cannot, can, I cannot compare those breasts the ones I have now to the ones that I had not even 10 years ago. You have to be aware of the subtle changes that are, that's taking place in your body. You have to know what is your norm. What is the norm for the way your breasts look? Um, or, you know, is, has, it, has the shape changed or, you know, anything that looks out of the norm? Are you uncomfortable in any way? Are they tender? You know, again, get it checked because, Sometimes we write it off. It's just hormones because with our hormones shifting and taking supplement, uh, supplemental hormones, uh, that will cause you to have tender breasts and it will cause you to have, um, uh, you know, little knots and stuff in your breasts. So just be proactive. Um, guys, I, I hope that this um, show today, that it breathes life into you and not uh, cause you to be afraid because you have nothing to be afraid of, just handle your business. And um, we have another generation to raise, and so we can't do it ill. And if you find something, don't be afraid. There are support groups all over, women who are doing or have already done what you have done, what you're going through, and they can help you get to the other side of this. Hey, look, we are at the end of the show. I'm Regina, your host. You have been listening to Refresh, Live a Blessed pink month and i'll see you guys on next week have a good one stay cancer free bye-bye